Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Perkiavot Ethics of the Fathers this week with a Mishnah nine of chapter Mishnah ten of chapter four, in which Rabbi Ishmael, eh, Rabbi Yosef Bar Havlafta son says. He, do not act as a judge alone, for non-judges non alone except one, and do not say, accept my view, for they are permitted to, but not you. So what it's telling us here is that the first thing this Mishnah is teaching us, that you cannot act as a judge alone. To be part of a Jewish court, uh, based in, you cannot be a sole judge in the case. Like in other, in a secular world, you see that in a court there's only one judge. You have witnesses, you have the lawyers, you have all these, but you only have one judge. So here the Mishnah is telling us differently in the Jewish perspective. It says that in addition to the obvious meaning that one should convene a tribunal of at least three judges to hear a case. It's not enough to have one or two, it has to be three of them. And there is also another message in this Mishnah, which is the continuation of the previous Mishnah by the same author, where it says one should not be arrogant in judgment. So the Talmud states that when rabbinic tribunal sits in judgment, the divine presence is part of that ruling. Like when there's three judges sitting in a court and they're judging on a case, there is a divine presence. Hashem is with them and God stands in the divine assembly in the midst of the judges shall he judge. It says in Psalm 82. So the divine presence assures that the verdict will be just. So as hard as it can be whatever, if there's three judges, you know that whatever was decreed came from heaven. So the Talmud also states that although the divine presence does not abandon even a sinful person, it cannot condone any vanity of the vain person. It is said, he and I cannot dwell together. So as we know, if there's something that Hashem really despises is a person that is haughty person that is proud, a person that is arrogant, when there's vanity, Hashem runs away. He doesn't want to be part of it. That's why in a home it's so important to have Shalom Bait. Because it need, for a home to be a peaceful place, there needs to be hum, hum, humility amongst the people that live in that place. When there's arrogance and haughtiness, there's no humility, there's vanity, and the presence of Hashem is not in that home. So of the vain person it said, he and I cannot dwell together. And again, whoever walks with an overbearing attitude is as though he pushes God's feet. So if a judge is that vain, that he believes he's so competent that he can be alone judge without converting a tribunal, his vanity causes the divine presence to, upset, to be absent, and he's left to judge alone, and without a spirit of God, his judgment is not going to be a fair judgment. He's, he's going to err. For sure, he's not going to do judge righteously. And the function of the divine presence is illustrated in an incident involving Rabbi Yeheskel Landau, who was known as the Noda Be Yehuda, whose students posed a question to him about whether a certain lesion in the lungs of an animal would render the animal kosher or trefa, if the animal would be kosher or not. And when the Noda Be Yehuda 
responded that the animal would be considered kosher, the, the student showed him an authoritative ruling to the contrary, in which uh, another rabbi had, uh, <clears throat> had said that uh, this this certain question would uh, would uh, make the animal allegedly trafe, not kosher. So the the Rabbi Yeshekiel Landa, he was a humble man, and he came to realize that because the question was a theoretical question that the students had asked him, it, the divine presence was not with him at that moment, and because of that, that's why he erred. And it is this humility that invites the presence of God to guide halachic authorities to the correct decision. So we see that a judge has to be extremely, extremely humble person. And then it says in the Mishnah, for non-judges alone except one, there is an interesting novel interpretation to this Mishnah. And it says that every person acts as a judge in his own life, like we judge all day, we're judging ourselves, we're judging others, uh, we're always making judgments, which is something that we should really work on not doing. Many of these involve a difference of opinion with others. Sometimes we're in a place and people are giving an opinion about something and uh, we're judging, judging, judging. And what it's telling us is if a person thinks he's right, should he hold to his opinion even outnumbered by those who oppose it? So what it's saying is if you're judging uh, something and the rest of the people think differently than you, what the Mishnah is telling us is that you're probably wrong. When most of the people think in a certain way, then you should go with what the way they're thinking. So there is a Yiddish proverb which says, if three people say that you are drunk, go sleep it off. Like you're in a place, three people tell you you're drunk, you're drunk, you're drunk, go and sleep because they're right. And so we apply this principle in, psych uh, in psychiatry as well. Rabbi Tversky explains, he's a psychi psychiatrist. And he says that if a number of people in a room hear a loud voice, but they not see a speaker, they're gonna instantly know that it's an announcement that is coming from a, from a speaker, right? But if one person hears a loud voice and nobody hears the voice, then obviously, with no doubt, he's hallucinating. So this has led to the dictum that insanity is a minor, minority of one. So we, we learn from here also in this Mishnah that the only person in the whole Torah that stood alone in his ground and could judge alone was Abraham Avinu. And nobody else have ever been able to do what he did because what he did is that he, he believed in the one God. And the rest of the world didn't believe in one God. Everybody else was a, was a pagan. And he was the first person ever to believe that there's nothing apart from God. And so from here we learn that um, for the rest of us, we should not say you should accept my opinion. Because if you are a, a Yehidi, then the multitude is right rather than you. But in the case of Abraham, he was right a 
against the whole multitude because he stood with Hashem. He was not talking about his personal judgment, about what he believed. Me, I believe, me, me, me. He was talking about Hashem. So I leave you here. I wish you a blessed week. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.